This is the Wicked Wednesdays podcast, hosted by Tisa Wicked. Tisa Wicked, and this is Wicked Wednesday. Today, I have a very, very special guest on, the boss man himself, Mr. TJ Bowser. Hello! So, TJ, it has been so long since we've done an episode. I feel like you need to tell all of my listeners what's been going on with, you know, um, with, with like, your life, how the quarantine's been and everything. So let let us know how how's everything. I think, like, uh, you moved, you got like a new place. So fill us in about how's everything been going. 174 days in quarantine, Tisa. <laughs> <laughs> That's how long it's been since we've talked last. We've done a lot. We've accomplished a lot. Uh, do back to, let, let's start at the top and then go to the bottom. Okay. Sounds so, good. Do back discussion network is now project louder. That is something that we conceived over many talks, many discussions with Tisa and Corey and Lance and Bobby and John and all of my dra- my brain trust of people. And eventually I conceived this idea that is Project Louder. Project Louder is essentially a new concept taking the initial thought of Dubak and transforming it. No, scratch that. Evolving it into something Ooh. that's more, let's say, forward thinking and progressive in the way that it's helping others so this will create a free speech podcasting content creation platform where up-and-coming content creators can find a home to build their brand build themselves and learn from fellow content creators collaborate with one another essentially a, a place for you to start and a place where if where you can get help and it's something that I based my entire business model around. And, you know, we took monetization off. We took the, the sales. We donated them to where we needed to go. All of our shirts are there, you know, to feed the fans. And as mm-hmm. humbled as we are, the fact that we even have fans, but it's there to help people put back in the company to make things the next level. And I think with Project Louder, with the name brand, that we stepped up the quality of everything. I agree. It's it's been it's been so cool. And then um, we've also had new shows been um, been bought on even during quarantine and everything, which that's a big plus because a lot of things are like behind on everything. But not not this network. We are no matter what happens, we push forward. So how many new shows have you added to the um, the network? So it's hard to tell, but. Because of quarantine, you, like you said, we did add Wake and Bake. John and I started our own podcast. And then, of course, we added House of a Thousand Discourses. We added Somewhat Supernatural, Rants from the Black Lodge. And then what else do we have here? Comics and Kaiju started putting out episodes. Box Office Banter does video shows now. And then I think that we also have two guys on Friday. And I'm scouting a couple other podcasts that I haven't announced publicly yet. 
but That's awesome. I hope to, to bring those on. They're more very super niche podcasts. Like they're mm. very specific to, to certain things, but I, I just want to have them on. It's, they're like Pokemon at this point. I got to catch them all. <laughs> that was good. I like that. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it's uh, it's been great, and um, the feedback has been really wonderful. All of the listeners, the followers, the fans, they really reacted wonderful to it. Mm -hmm. And um, I mean, I can't get hear enough good things about it, like the website, like even like my grandmother who is knows nothing about computers when she wants to listen to the podcast, she goes right to the website. I gave her on her phone. She can go. It's easy to navigate. So it's not really high techy that, you know, you make it easy that every from every age group that somebody can listen. And there's also different platforms like we are on the the Apple um, the Apple music and it's great it's wonderful that you can find us everywhere you and are uh, one of the few podcasts that is spotlighted on the uh, homepage <laughs> yeah so I mean it's it's great and it's like and you know it's it's really because so many um, different you know networks and everything they you know so I mean sometimes I think they get lost with how they yes. what yes. they do but with you, it's all about, and everybody else in the network, the, the listeners, like you is, you know, especially you, you make the website easy to do. You make everything, you know, everything is based for the listeners and it's not even about us. It's about them. And as long as they're happy and we put out great, you know, great stuff that even during such devastating times and the quarantine, people can still laugh. And that's amazing that we, that we can do that. We can bring a little bit of joy into their life, even when, everything is kind of you know falling apart and everything and we keep we keep their the spirits high so we we are the we're we make everybody smile <laughs> i mean because of quarantine i like to think that it also led to what our success this year as well this is true i think that the i i, I can't i can't talk about the the rebranding without talking about the massive spike of mm -hmm. new listeners that we got during quarantine and those are the the months following march and the steady incline that it has been since then. And I think that we match, like we maxed out the highest that we were ever was just over 52,000 listeners in a day. That's and awesome. the plays overall are sitting at about 5.6 million for the Jeez. year. So that is so cool. That, I mean, that is all because of the work that everyone here at Project Louder has done. It is because of the fact that we're able to build such a expansive network and we're able to put out content consistently on a basis that where everybody can look forward to things each week. And it gives those people, you know, they want to come back each week, you know, something to look forward to. It, it brings them coming back. And I think that's why our numbers are consistent as well, is I can go on the website. I can look at the analytics and the web and it's either the same or it's increased from the day before or even there's some days that it drops. I mean, but that that's normal because, you know, weekends are dead as fuck on the Internet. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if, unless there's like a secret internet code that I haven't cracked yet about the, the weekends. I, uh, they're pretty dead. And I think Tisa can also attest to that posting on social media on the weekends is just useless. Yeah, at this point. it is like you, we, I, you don't even see me post that much on the weekends because you got so much stuff going on. And then now that, you know, even though we're still we, you know, in Pennsylvania, we have to. You know, we aren't like in lockdown anymore. So like the stores are open and like, you know, then now that Halloween's coming up and people are going out shopping more and then everything. But then when that Monday comes along, then everybody's like, OK, well, 
let me go as I'm driving to work or I'm at work. They, you know, put, you know, their headphones in and they listen. And then we, we get, we go back up and it's just, uh, but it's great that we have, and it's great to hear people comment and tell you like, this is so good. Like your podcast, you know, made me laugh when I was having a bad day. And I think that's really why we do it. You know, I agree. I mean, getting the feedback from the fans is everything. I mean, Okay, for example, as continuing the update starting from the top, working our way to the bottom, Gordon Moore mm-hmm. celebrated its 100th episode. Woo! And we had the fans come on and host the episode, and they utilized that time to look back at the previous 99 episodes and talk about them and roast the hosts. And <laughs> it, it was cool to have to be to have that experience and to be able to sit back on the other side of the coin and watch a show and, and, and see all that effort finally pay off. And, I, and I'd say listening and seeing fan interaction and feedback is the most rewarding thing of all of this. It is. It is. It is. That's awesome that, you know, um, that you guys celebrated that. But, you know, when, normally when, if you know, you mention your name to anybody because everybody knows you in the horror community the comic community you're just you know every you say tj and they're like yeah we know but they always say gore more you know like that's just like and it's it's funny like even like people that i've just met with doing like the fx makeup i'll mention your name they're like, they're like gore more I, I listen and I'm like, <laughs> it's everywhere and i think it's because i've done so much work with special effects artists and then of course that also goes into my work with rabbit hole and mm-hmm. the, the, the sheer guests like and just the people we've had on and I, and I bet we could go over the list of like the people that we've had on since the beginning of the year, uh, just on rabbit hole alone has been insane. I, I don't even know how to like, I know that there's a special, Oh, here it is on Facebook. I can go on and I can look and see all these different videos that I've done. here. <laughs> and yeah. And then, um, if anybody is just tuning in and has not, um, listen to wicked wednesday or the rabbit hole mick and you know mick is um he him and tj they talk they have all this it's it's a wonderful every episode is different every episode is funny you know it's wonderful to listen to you guys you you guys make but just perfect co-host together like it's just like it's like salt and pepper, man. You can't have one without the other. You guys are. And, you know, and I just, you both are, you have just like such, you know, um, positive, like, you know, attitudes and the way you talk. And it's just like, you, you don't leave listening to that show without a smile. And it's because of you, t- you guys, you guys just, you make it. And Mick is hilarious anyways. Even when I had him on the show and he talked about his green toenail for a half an hour. <laughs> Yeah, his his and his green painted toe. Now he just doesn't have a like a, a weird fungus toe. And he's he'll be like Tisa, what? <laughs> and we've been we've been on these kicks recently on Rabbit Hole where Mick really gets into these movies. So we talk to these people so like over and over again. So for a while there, we were talking to Graham Painter, who's a guy who wrote the Texas Chainsaw companion book. Who wrote the Ghoulies companion book? And now, like, we're talking to the Terrifier guys like all the time now because Mick's just awesome. super into that. And then we had the screenwriter of The Crow on the other day, David Shaw. And then yesterday, uh, Saturday, we had Boris, uh, what is it? Clay Boris on. Yeah. Clay Boris, he directed Prom Night 4. Such an obscure film, you know? 
And mm-hmm. it, it's just crazy to, to talk to some of these people because they've done so much in their career and they have so much experience. And I think that that's really how you progress as a professional is sitting and learning from all these people, especially older Hollywood types, because things are not how they were before. But I honestly think that the way that they were before were better filmmakers all around. Yeah. Yeah, it was, you know, like when I tell people, um, like I was telling um, my friend who's going to be helping us with um, our movie project that we're working on, we'll talk about that later. I was like, yeah, like I told him a little bit about like, you know, Mick's resume and he was like, what? And he was like, you know that guy? And I was just like, all because TJ. And I was just like, yeah. And he was like, I'm like, yeah. And when like Mick comments on like a makeup photo that I did, like that is you know like when everybody else like the love and support is amazing and everything like but when you <laughs> mick but like when it's people that you admire yeah and you love their work and they like good job you're like holy motherfucking shit that i was like what and i'm like and i i think from mick even just meeting me once and talking with me he knows that like you know that's how i am and that I so appreciate that and that he doesn't bullshit and everything if he likes something he likes it if he doesn't he doesn't and he's he'll let you know but so far i've gotten i've gotten the thumbs up and i'm like oh my i'm like okay i must be doing something right with you know my craziness that you know <laughs> so it's been so um so yes going down the list so what else has um been uh been going on we've been doing more episodes of the tj bowser power hour which is my solo interview show you know i did the interviews on gord more for so long that eventually uh people were like Let's have Gordon Moore for reviews and you do your own thing. So mm-hmm. I started doing that and that's kind of taken a life of its own. And I've kind of used that as a, a way to interview some of the people that have become influential, influential in my life and kind of teach people lessons. Like I interviewed some of our actors for our Star Trek film, which we'll mention here in a little bit. And the whole point of that was, was to teach people to not give up on their dreams and it was just to send a message. And then after the episode after that, I interviewed the author of a comic book named Parallel, which explored the themes of men's mental health. So I kind of made the whole theme of that interview about men's mental health. So I kind of try to like have every episode to have a message with it mm-hmm. and to like you learn something with it. And whenever you're done, you take away something and it kind of betters your day. And and that that that's the whole point of it to me, you know, is, you know, to have fans feel like they got something from it. Yeah, and it's it's a great show, and um, you know every episode is great, and you. Um, you know you you go where you know even like so many people like you know about like you were just saying about like the mental health and everything. So many people don't want to talk about it, and you know for you to you know dive into you know like the murky water and to you know be like yeah this is how it is this is what's going on and for you to put like your you know you you like personal and to care Mm -hmm. and that people can listen to that and you know it might you know help one person it might help like you know a thousand but even if it just helps one it's still amazing because you that person could be having a really bad day and they could turn on the episode and then you make them feel better you make them okay like well i'm not the only one here you know this there's this you know this great host and he has like doing and he still cares about 
the like the listeners and the followers so it's um it's it's wonderful i really well i love all the the podcasts and i'm just i can't i can't help it they're well, all just you. so great <laughs> and you know that that kind of also inspired me to start doing this mental health minute thing i started doing with project louder as we quickly approached 2000 likes on facebook i started to do these things where i post influential quotes about mental health and they're, they're very vague and they can appeal to pretty much anybody that's going through anything right now. And they're to kind of help give you a positive boost throughout the day. And I post them about every other day might become more frequent if the demand for them increases or if we get a lot of engagement. Uh, mm-hmm. But I started posting them up on Facebook and then I'll share them around and then the Project Louder guys will share them around depending on how they feel about the quote and stuff. But it's, it's just kind of another step that I'm taking to use that new name of Project Louder to kind of build a positive brand that, like you said, it, it, it gives back to the listener. Yeah, and it's it's amazing and that, you know, that there's so many, you know, it's it's also really cool because you see like all of you guys, you know, your heart or you're with the comics or you like, you know, and it's like so many people don't like think like with the horror community, like, oh, they must be like tough guys or dupe, they don't have any. And for like you guys to, you know, to share the quotes or for you to post that, it's like showing that every like it's for everybody has like some kind of crap they're going through especially now and it's just like you know yeah I want you guys to know that I'm, you know, just like you, I'm doing this. I might have the podcast and be with the movies and doing all that, but you know what? I'm still a human and, you know, we all go through shit. And that also I think is really great, especially for men that, you know, are I guess still maybe more afraid to say like, Hey, you know, I've had a bad day or, you know, like that stigma around it. Like, you know, you would expect like, Oh, like, like for women and everything and that you're trying to break that which is, I don't even know why that even happened to begin with, because a human's a human, yes. you know, like, and so for you to do that, it's commendable. Like, you know, that you're being like, no, like Thank I'm going to break this stigma. Everybody goes through stuff. We go through stuff. So it's really great how you're all of you. We're all putting so much of our personal life out there to show people like we are, we want to be, we're not just here talking. Mm-hmm. We're also your friends. We're here for you, you know, that kind of deal. And that's, that's really cool, especially now where there's so much like hate and everything to have such a positive force on the internet. We take all that hate and kind of like bitch slap that bitch around and be like, nah, fuck that shit. We're going to fucking bring you some fucking magical fucking happiness right now. Yes. Enjoy it. <laughs> and, you know, and, and you know, with, with all that happiness and stuff, and, I, and, I, and I'd like to comment on a couple instances in the last year where people have not reacted positive to either our content or, you know, it's, it's actually to our content mostly, right, Tisa? I wouldn't say mm-hmm. it's anything that we've done. It's mostly the things that we produce. So in the instance that one of our hosts say, says something or j- makes a joke about something that might seem insensitive to a listener, I do want to apologize that that bothered you the way it did. But a lot of our shows like Gordmore or Wake and Bake, they're not meant to be taken seriously. And within the case of me, when I do silly voices, it's in more sh- sort of mock things rather than to show support of a person. And I don't know why somebody would think by me making a voice, repeating somebody, mocking them, would be me supporting them. But that's besides the point. Uh, They need to understand that it's all in good fun, that it's not to be insensitive. It's not to mock those people. It's just in 
the comedic aspect of those shows and the comedic nature of those shows. Now, if it was coming from a, a serious tone and a serious show, I could understand that. And then yeah. the same goes for our reviews. You know, we like to think of ourselves as professionals and we like to give each thing that we view an open and unbiased opinion going into it, whether that be good or bad. And I, and I will say that Tisa myself and everybody else at Project Louder has given something a bad review at some point in our career since we've started this journey. And yes. it's part of the job. And whether we get negative feedback or positive feedback from that, we are here to take that. Now, it is not to be given or taken personally by the people that make that content as we are here to provide a service. And the fact that we are press giving your stuff attention, I think that you need to take notice to that. And I think that some of the negative repercussions that we've seen in the past year to our reviews or our content has because people don't sit and think about what the context was used or who published it. And and I don't think that in a world where things are starting to get into fake news, you need to start appreciating this more realistic approach to journalism and not so much combating it. You know what I mean? Because yeah. – and I think you and I have talked about this before is whenever you create a bubble and we try to do this a project louder that it can't all be positivity all the time as much as we'd mm -hmm. like it to be in order for personal growth to happen. Criticism needs to happen as well. So you oh, can't yeah. have everyone sitting there talking, saying you're doing great. You're doing great, doing great when you're not actually doing great because then you don't actually get anywhere or progress as a person. Yeah, well, most definitely. Like, you know, even with like, you know, there's been makeup that you were like, yeah, I really, I would change that. But you know, when you at, when you put stuff out there, especially on social media and everything, you know, you're you you're proud of it you like yes. it and everything but there's also you need to realize that there's going to be somebody may not like it they might rip it apart okay there is a way to do constructive criticism mm -hmm. and then being downright a fucking douchebag and you know but like if someone's like oh that doesn't look good well instead of saying that explain why it doesn't look good and then if like you know or if like you know you're a professional isn't to another professional that's fine but you you know we we strive for the positivity but also if we didn't have like yeah i really didn't like that movie or i really didn't you know i didn't i didn't vibe with it well everybody's different so somebody else might love it but that's the way the world works if you know and if we were constantly like yeah that's such a great movie and then it was a horrible movie and so many people thought that and then they'd be like, well, why are you guys like, you're not, you're, you're being fake. And that's something that we don't do. We say it how it is. And, you know, and if you're going to want someone to review your movie, like you said, you know, or your, you know, your work or anything, if they do talk about it, they're still talking about it. I know that it's not, even if it's more of like, I really didn't particularly care for that, but you like, we always explain why. And it's never like malicious to like go and to like fuck up somebody's day. But it's also like, you know, maybe if you hear it, then maybe you can kind of look back, you can reflect on it and, or you don't have to, you can just throw it, you know, whatever Ignore in the garbage it. and move on. But it's, it's like you, you know, people take, you know, like we, like, I get it. We both know we both put worked out, like work out there had that been torn apart and, but we've grown from it. And sometimes like, you know what? Yeah, I should have did it that way. But like you, that's how you learn. 
you can't sugarcoat everything. And that, you know, when we first became friends and everything, that was one thing that you told me about the network. We don't sugarcoat anything. We're real. And I was like, that's just the place I want to be because I'm not fake. None of us are. And we'll tell you how it is. And, you know, and if people don't like it, then sorry, but we're not going to stop telling people and giving our honest opinions, you know, in a, like a political way or whatever, not to bash anybody, we're not going to do, we're not going to change because there's so many people that do that is bullshit. And it's like, we want to be above that. We're above that. So I completely understand where you're coming from. And I think most of the people, you know, get it, but there are a handful that don't and it's, you know, upsetting, but what are you going to do? You know, <laughs> and there's a fine line between honesty and positivity and you need to be able to, to tell the difference, especially in a professional setting. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, it, it's like, you know, you can't, like, if you're going to go in, like, for a job and everything and mm -hmm. you have it and they're like, oh, you're doing so well, you're so well. And then, like, yeah, you're not doing that well. Like, you can't just keep on, like, you know, building somebody up and, like, they, you know, sometimes, like, if they're doing a great job, wonderful, then that's great. But, you know, people want to learn. And, I mean, I know for me at least, like, I would rather somebody tell me, like, yeah, I would do this on the makeup completely different than what you did. It's just an idea. Well, then you research it or I would research it and be like, you know what? That is a good idea because I am still learning. And I think we're always learning. I don't think yes. that there is anybody that be like, yeah, I know everything. Everybody is always learning still. And if people say like, yeah, I know, I don't need to learn. Well, then you know what? I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> so updating people as we move along through the things that we've done and I've done over the last year. Uh, I moved to a new house about 40 minutes away, 40, 45 minutes away. And that means a new studio. So with a new studio comes a new backdrop, comes new equipment, and comes that next level of quality we were talking about, which has allowed us to bring on more people into the network, which has allowed us to make everything sound as pretty. That's why you're listening to us right now on beautiful stereo audio. <laughs> That's why everything sounds so clear right now. It's, it's all because of that next step initiative that we took uh, earlier this year. And then moving on to like other things that Tisa and I have done together besides Project Louder, because that's the whole point of the network is the things that we get to do besides it. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> so we're going to space. We are. We are going to space. We're 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 liftoff, you know? So why don't you tell everybody where, where in space are we going, TJ? We're going to the final frontier. We're going to space. We're going to places where no man has gone before. We're going to Star Trek, baby. And we're doing it in the fan film fashion. We're grabbing the boy from Vengeance. More importantly, the boy that mattered the most from Vengeance. And that is my boy. My right-hand man, the luscious, the sexy Jeremy Brown is coming on to direct. And, of course, I'm producing and I'm helping. Jeremy with Warrior's Death, a Star Trek fan film. We're going to get this made. I'm doing all the, the marketing, doing helping with the costumes, doing with the props, doing all that cool stuff. Tease is helping with marketing, and she's doing all that beautiful alien makeup. She's going to do Yay. a Klingon. I mean... Yeah, is, I'm, I'm so I'm so excited. <laughs> is there any better way to prove yourself as a makeup artist, especially a starting one? One that came from may I say, a very good makeup school to prove Thank herself you. on a Klingon makeup, of all things, one of the most recognizable aliens of all time. 
I, I don't, I mean, it's, it's some big shoes to fill, but yes. you guys have told me like, you know, the fact that when you, you called me about it and I was like, I was like, I had to like, I'm like, am I fucking still sleeping? Am I, am I stoned? What's going on here? And I'm like, no, I'm fucking completely sober. It's the middle of the day. What the fuck? And I'm like, I was like, oh, and I was just like, well, that's fucking great. I was just like, you know, I was like, it was, you know, so awesome. And like, you know, as a child, like, you know, I had, you know, all the action figures for Star Trek and, you know, the, the enterprise and everything. I watched the shows and I grew up on that. And, you know, not many people know that like my, you know, my Trekkie love and I, you know, it was like when you told me that I was like, oh, my, like as a little kid, I would never think that I would ever be like able to like witness that or experience that. So I am so excited. It's going to be so much fun. Um, and we it's, you know, the, everybody who's included there, everybody's so great. So such wonderful people. Yeah, our two leads, John and Leanne, fantastic people. Interviewed them on episode five or six of the Power Hour. Can't be sure. I don't remember. I do so much. But <laughs> uh, with that, we have two trailers up on YouTube right now on the Brown Space Films YouTube channel. All you got to do is go to YouTube, search Warrior's Death, a Star Trek fan film. And then we have two trailers. We have a trailer from the Klingon's perspective and then the trailer from the human's perspective. Now, quick synopsis without giving away too much of the story, a story, a whatever the fuck I'm saying there, Frenching it up, boy, quit making, quit doing that. So you take a human Terran colony and then you take a Klingon war party, land on there, start invading. And then somehow I, I'll, I'll say that these people end up together. Okay. Watch the trailer get and take what you want from the trailers and then come back next year when we're crowdfunding on Kickstarter, when you're seeing me and Tisa up on the social media, blasting that shit, trying to get you to give us, you know, five bucks to help us make that film. We will be filming that next year. So can't really talk much more on that as we haven't done much on that. Uh, but we have so much more to talk about. So. Yes. And it, you know, we have an Instagram, a Facebook. Yes. We will, you know, keep everybody posted. I'm also been practicing alien makeup. I'm going to be doing a Klingon on um, my one friend who's going to be helping me with the movie. He does not know that yet. So he's probably listening now and being like, now I'm going to be a Klingon. I'm like, yeah, motherfucker, going to be a Klingon. You're welcome. Yeah. How's that? <laughs> <laughs> So, um, and, uh, so everybody, you know, follow, I will post all the links. I'm always posting it. TJ's always posting it. We've had a wonderful response. Um, it's going to be an amazing film. Everything about it's going to be spectacular. We'll be doing behind the scenes next year. We're going to make this a wonderful movie. And if you love Star Trek, um, you know, even if you've seen one episode and you like it, you will love it. And then, so now, TJ, we are also thinking about doing an, I don't know, a, a short film of some sorts or something like that, of idea, an original idea that came came to you, you know? And um, so why don't you tell everybody a little bit about that, that we're also working on? Okay, so I'm a huge film fan, huge Italian film fan, more importantly, horror. Uh, you guys can call it Jalu. So Tisa wants to do stuff. Tisa wants to do things to prove herself because that's what all artists do. That's what all good artists do. So her and I, as we do 
a lot of times we conceptualize and we and we pass ideas back and forth to each other. And, you know, maybe this idea slipped through the cracks before. But you know what? We, we re- relit the fire this time. And now it's moving along a little bit. And we got people to write the script and stuff. So we're trying to develop this thing for like a 45 minute short. And it's going to be like a Jallo film. So essentially, we're going to have a killer. We're going to have pretty models. We're going to have brightly colored red blood. We're going to have mutilations. We're going to have booby stabs. We're going to have hair dryers in tubs it's gonna be crazy it's gonna be fun we're gonna have stunt men we're gonna have handsome men we're gonna have all sorts of great stuff the cinematography is gonna be on point we're gonna announce some awesome cast and crew because with our networking skills and the people that i know people that tisa know and the people that our friends know we can assemble quite the cast and crew the avengers of horror some could say so stay tuned for that we don't have a name project title pending but it's gonna be something that's very retro sounding throwbackish, and i think that this is going to be a really good platform for tisa to showcase her work as then she'll be able to do proper wounds blood splatter and all sorts of stuff with me just kind of sitting back and like i think that's good (laughs) (laughs) uh you know i love the gore so when you told me like you know we're gonna have this we're gonna have that and you know it's going we're you know we're we're gonna go all out it's gonna be great you know, from the simplest types of, you know, wounds to, you know, electrocution in the mm-hmm. tubby, all things, you know, rub-a-dub-dub, ah, we're gonna, we're, we're doing it all. And, you know, we're gonna have some, you know, like TJ said, amazing people joining. We have, um, as, as what I can give away, we do have a, um, somebody that, you know, it could possibly be the killer or not, maybe already in the works, you know, for casting and everything, but, it will be wonderful and we are chugging away on that so that you guys can we can give you something different because i don't i haven't i haven't you know the idea that you gave and i haven't heard it even like with just like you know you don't want to tell everybody everything but like mm-hmm. the vague idea it's so different and new and you know we're we're trying to you know shock people and we want people to see the movie you know horror be scared and also at the end be like what the fuck really and we want to leave you that we you think about the movie you know for a while after it's one of those movies it's a lasting impression on you so it will be we're we're you know we're chugging away we're getting ideas we're getting we're gonna you know we're gonna be doing like photo shoots and everything um to kind of give you guys a little idea about it and we'll uh we'll keep the uh we'll keep everybody up to date on it and uh you'll you'll have something really fun to look forward to absolutely <laughs> so um what um going down the list is there anything else that you oh, um that so update from adam marcus okay yes please yes so hearts of darkness the documentary about jason goes to hell the final friday uh the film that i'm helping with uh we now just started resuming interviews uh we have a couple left and that means that we can finish most of the filming parts and then we can move on to the post-production and that means that film is closer to getting to the hellions the listeners the viewers that's amazing i cannot wait that's it's just going to be so wonderful i cannot like just hearing the 
from what you've been telling everybody, like mm -hmm. in, you know, um, in our group and talking about it, it is going to be so great. And I know that you, um, you guys worked so hard on it and you put so much effort and love into it. And everybody who's involved were so passionate. And I think when so many people are so passionate about something, it, it's just, it's always amazing. And it's always great. And you can just, you know, even just talking to you, you can just hear the excitement, how much passion you have for it. So it's going to be another epic, epic movie. I e mean, epic. Look, look where we've become not just to me as a company but our company as a whole is like you know getting to work with adam marcus getting to have that integration of him into the company the same with mick Strawn, and then i'll have all of his friends come on and then us build this giant network of people that we can then go to and make amazing content with on the regular now and whether that be adam marcus joe castro mick Strawn, graham painter jules valeni Jeremy Brown, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. The list goes on for days, but mm -hmm. like, it's just so fucking humbling and so cool that we've got to gotten to a point that we have that group now. And it's, it, it's, it's great that I, I feel like we've made it Tisa. We've made it. I do too. And like speaking of Jules, she's going to be bringing me on to be working on some of, to be working, I can't even speak, to be working on um, some of her films that they are, um, that they're doing, um, do makeup, you know, wounds and stuff. And, you know, I mean, she's like, oh, can you do a black guy? I'm like, huh, sure, no problem. A black guy, that's my shit right there. Let me go. <laughs> let me, let me bruise you up, everybody. So, and she's just like, oh, okay. And I was just like, yeah, wounds really. <laughs> You know, if people like, you know, Jules and everybody get it. But if you talk to like a stranger, like, you know, I, I don't even know where I was. Oh, I was getting my nails done. And mm -hmm. I'm, I'm not I'm not going to go into the whole green toenail thing that like Mick and I did. But <laughs> I was talking I was talking to the guy who was doing my nails and his name is Daniel. Really cool guy. And he was like, oh, so like he goes, you know, sometimes you come in and he was like, you have um, he was like, you say that you do stuff for makeup. He's like, sometimes there's like blood under your nails. And I was just like, I was like, that's not real. I was like, it's fake. Like it's stained. I was like, he's like, yeah, I know, but it's like stained under. And he has to like go under my nails and try to like help it because it's like stained from like the alcohol, like, you know, <laughs> yeah. makeup and stuff. And so he's like, yeah. And he's like, so like, you know, what's like one of your favorite things to like to do? And I'm like, well, I really love to make zombies and aliens. I'm like, but I love wounds. Like, I love making the gore with the blood. There's all these types of blood. So it's a clotting blood. There's age blood. And he's looking at me. He's like, I feel like I'm in Forrest Gump in a weird, <laughs> twisted way with Bubba talking about the goddamn shrimp. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> really? And he's just like, I've never seen an individual. He goes, and especially he was like, like, you know, a girl sitting here getting her nails done, talking about the gore and how much she so enjoys it. He was like, you're a twisted one. He was like, but he was like, uh, he's like, I, I can respect that. I can respect that flow. And he's just like, but you really, you really, you really love your blood. You kind of remind me of a Bubba slash Dexter. And I'm like, thank you. Thank you very much. And I was just like, sorry, my nails are stained underneath. And he was like, yeah. And he's like, you know, and I was, he was like, hey, he's like, I'm amazed how well you keep them with everything. I'm like, well, yeah, I practice like, you know, with cleaning and with the, you know, wiping everything down, sanitation and everything. I said, and whatever nail polish you guys use, keep on getting it because it doesn't, the, the 99 proof alcohol does not eat away at it. But like, and then the lady next to me, I looked over and she's looking at me and she's just like, this woman is a killer. This woman's going to just, she's going to kill me right here talking about, and she's just like, do you really like Halloween? And I was just like, I am Halloween. <laughs> 
<laughs> I just, I just, it was so funny. And just, you know, when you're, you know, I mean, we all talk about horror and how it is, but when you talk to somebody who doesn't live it and they're not so a part of it, they kind of look at you like you're weird. Have you gotten that too? Like, Oh like, <laughs> yeah. All the time. Especially once people get me started and then I get in the zone and I start talking like I'm on a show and then people are like, what? Yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of strange. You get some looks, especially seeing some of the shirts that I wear. Uh, gutter garbs treats me nice. So, uh, I have quite the stock these days of obscene t-shirts with a variety of movies on them. Zombies and, and things and gory things. It's, it's great to see some of these looks. And, uh, of course on my mask, my, uh, my beautiful COVID mask, I have, uh, I rep my medical marijuana. I got little leaves all over. Oh that. yeah. Yeah. So I get looks everywhere. <laughs> well, I don't like, I, I, I was funny because like I go, um, I get all of mine, like the fabric ones that I get made off of, um, a girl off of, um, Instagram and it's like sewn by Rachel and I'll like, I'll tag her cause she has like a, a different username. She just changed it. <laughs> but, um, she like has like the serial killers and like Michael and everything. So like I'll go and I'll like, you know, have Michael and there's guns. I have like a blood splatter one yeah. and everything. And people are looking at me and my mom's like, yeah, maybe the blood. Yeah. I was just like, I was like, good. I hope they look at me and I hope they stay far away. Yeah. Yeah. I wish I could go like in like full zombie makeup with a mask and people were like, that's social distancing. I'm like, yeah, you're welcome. I'm helping you out. You're scared of me. Be afraid. And like people will look and be like, what's on her mask? Like, is that ghost or that? Is that Jason Voorhees? Is that, is that a serial killer? <laughs> <laughs> so it's always, uh, it's always good to, um, to get the looks and everything. I'll have to see about that. The medical marijuana one. Cause that's, that's, that's actually pretty, uh, that's pretty, you know, you're representing, you're, you're supporting and everything and, you know, letting everybody know like, yeah, you know, it's a good thing. It's a positive thing. We, you know, it, it, it's a, it's a helpful, it's a very helpful It's thing. something we openly talk about on Wake and Bake and I talk about on Gore and More as well. Uh, we have people that work in the field. We have people that have cards. We have people that partake uh, at Project Louder and it's just something that we firmly believe in because I think that that goes hand in hand with mental health, so. Mm hmm. Yeah. And it's also something that, you know, it's, you know, for me personally, it's very, it's much better to, you know, that it's, it's, you know, that's something that's like more natural and it mm -hmm. helps. And like, you know, with all of my health issues that I have, it's been, it's been a lifesaver because I mean, you know, before I, um, before I got my card, I, I didn't sleep. I got like two hours of sleep. And at least yes. when now, when as you know, you always tell me, Tisa, are you on the weed oil? Are you able to like function? And, um, it's always a text that I get. Everybody's like, are, are you on the weed oil? The weed like, oil. <laughs> I, I'm like, I always tell them like, yeah, I do the weed oil. And people are like, what? I'm like, it's a tincture, but tincture just sounds like, I'm like, just give me the oil. And, um, you know, it, it helps you sleep. It is like, you know, cause I'm like 24 seven there I'm always in pain and to be able to have brief moments where I cannot be in pain and yes. also I'm just so much more creative I'm like sitting there in my own little world and be like oh my god I want to do that makeup and I like I'll think of ideas and that's when I'll like message you sometimes at like random times in the morning like three o'clock in the morning at seven o'clock in the morning yeah all these ideas and you're probably like yeah this is really but do you you know okay. and, and this kind of could dive deeper or into topics that maybe that are too deep but do you think that people like us people who are creative and artists and things like that whether that be with my art with talking 
in the shows that I do or you with your effects makeup, is that maybe like our blessing, our curse is the fact that we have minds that are like this, that are constantly thinking, constantly trying to create. But at the same time that also we have mental health things that go along with that. But Mm -hmm. is our creativity and our talent derived from those same things that plague us? I actually, you know, I mean, I, I think the fact that we constantly have these ideas and I think that in a way that we try to instead of focusing on such the bad we our mind switches off to a more of a creative thing so I think that in a way it does make you like even like I know with like anxiety and everything with me like I'm like the cleanest person like I will disinfect everything like I was doing makeup on somebody and they're like (laughs) and I was just like you know, like cleaning everything. And I'm like, well, you have to be clean. And because it's just like, your mind's always thinking, you're always going and, and thinking about it. And then like for ideas. So even when we can't sleep, when everybody else is sleeping and mm-hmm. enjoying a nice slumber, you fucks, um, <laughs> where, damn you for being able to sleep. And um, well, you know, good for you, but we can be a little jealous. Yes. Um, we think about these ideas and it helps us. So in a way that it makes us that we are constantly going and we have, you know, compared to a normal person who can like shut down, we are like boom, 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 boom ideas. And we, it's like, and then with, when we talk about like with the movies that we're working on, it's very much like, it's very in sync. And I don't think a lot of people would be able to keep up with it because no. our minds work very much alike. That's why I always say like TJ is like my brother, because mm-hmm. we, we, we have like the same type of mindset. So we'll be talking and I think like people would like look at us, maybe like Sarah would get it. And like my mom, my sister, it's would get funny. It. Cause at the beginning of our friendship, it started as a friendship. And then we had that brother sister fight where I was like, yes. no, I care about you. And you're like, do you? And I was like, I do care about you. And you're like, okay, then we we care about each other then. And then ever <laughs> since then, it's been great. And whenever you chalk down that initial fight that we did have, it was because it was like, do you care? I'm not going to let you in. I'm, like, I'm coming in. And it, and it was great <laughs> well, because I- it, now we're, like you said, we're in sync. We have that relationship and we can create such awesome things. And I think the thing about it is, too, is because from my past and everything, mm-hmm. I'm always afraid to let people in and I think that I'm a burden. So, like, I think about the way I am and how I am and that being a part of the network and then, you know, having, you know, you as a friend and then the other friends that I've made in the, from the network or because of being involved with the network that I'm realizing that, you know what, I'm, I'm not. I am who I am. You guys accept me. Like, I can't control that. I don't, I I have, you know, chronic health issues yes. and that I always put these walls up. And I was told that too. Like, recently, you're like, goddamn Elsa, bitch, let it go. And I was <laughs> like, you know what? Maybe I am. But that's like, you know, and it's, it's kind of like, it's, you know, in a way, like I look back on it and, you know, it was like, we both got, we had, it was like, not even a day long and then like but it was and then i'm like it's just this person cared about me and he you know thought of me as like you know family like a sister and everything and why am i being like that and but nobody you didn't even care we moved past it you got it and then so i feel like a lot of the past and how we are with like you know with the mental health and everything and doing this it kind of it benefits in a way because you know we you know, we on the same wavelength that I think that if a normal person would um, see, I mean, maybe we're considered normal and they're the yeah. ones that are not normal. <laughs> Let's set that standard. <laughs> and, um, 
it, it's just so much easier like because I'll like I'll be talking to like my dad and I'll like start talking to him like the way that I like talk with you and he's like what you need to repeat the last 10 minutes because I got I'm like TJ would have understood and he was just like yeah well you that that's that's why you guys are friends he was like I don't I don't know where you're going here and I'm like oh never mind and I'm just like <laughs> and you know it's funny though and it was like and it, it was a fight over caring and it's yes. just like and you know you you realize and then like once you realize like everything that's happened with me and everything you were like oh and instead of being like a like a douche and everything about it you were there and you didn't care and i think that being a part of the network has helped me and being friends with you guys and like with bobby and taylor and ashley and everybody it's made me realize that you know what people actually like me they want me to be a part they don't care that i you know that i poop a lot you guys are like sure you're like i don't care if you're pooping let it go. <laughs> You're the Wednesday mermaid of uh, Project Louder. You're the one who doesn't, who only comes up on Wednesdays to grace us with the, with your 25 minutes of wisdom, and then you retreat <laughs> back into your bunny hole, and then you pop back up again, and then you're like, "Hey guys, back here to talk about horror." Okay, back in. Yeah. Uh, so it, it, it's great to be grace because then every once in a while we'll get awesome modeling photos, and we'll get awesome yeah. bunny photos, and then you'll go back away, and then you'll pump, come back again. You'll have even little more treats for us, and that's why we love you so much. And a lot of other people, <laughs> like you can see that in the Project Louder chat, and you can see that on Facebook because you post something. Everybody's there, the typical dudes, and I'm not saying creepy dudes. When I'm saying the dudes, I'm talking our dudes: Corey Kaufman, yes. Dale Silva, you know, McStraud, me, Bobby. It's just it's it's our group of friends who are just in there, just like go Tisa, go Tisa, because we we see you and we see you doing these awesome things, and we appreciate the fact that hey, yeah, you're gone for these extended periods of time, but when you come back. Bitch, you come back strong. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, it's been it's been like um, I'm trying. I'm I thinking about going um, doing um, going back to you know like once a week because it is like you know um, like haunt season yes. and horror and everything and kind of getting back. I went through a little bit. I, I'm still going through some you know some stuff and everything. But I figured you know what instead of hiding and going back into my mermaid hole and, you know, not getting my land legs for the moment, mm -hmm. I figured I would, instead of, you know, using that and being sad and being depressed and it just, you know, you know, wallowing in my own self-pity, I would be like, fuck that noise. I need to, you know, I need to focus that, that hurt, that everything that's going on into a positive and make it like, you know what? Yeah, I might not be, I might be going through this. I might feel like this, but you know what? I also have a great network of people that want to, you mm -hmm. know, want to help. They want to work on stuff. So I'm thinking that I'm going to use the pain and everything and I'm going to put it, I'm going to put more stuff. So you guys will be hearing more from me unless I have a flare up or I have a migraine and everything, but I am going to try to go back um, starting um, from this episode on um, as long as it's okay with TJ, Absolutely. we will be going back to every Wednesday. <laughs> so I will be, I will be swimming up a little bit more. And I was just like, I better go, you know, talk to Ursula. Like, hey, bitch, can I have my legs for a little bit longer? Thanks. You're, you're going to be back <laughs> to uh, becoming part of this world. <laughs> yes, I actually, yeah. <laughs> I actually have to do a mermaid now. I got to do a mermaid makeup. I got to do yes, it. Yes, yes. But guys, it's not going to be a pretty mermaid. No, I, don't, I, don't I, like I want pretty. fangs and scales. <laughs> oh, I'm going. I'm going all out. I'm yes. doing it. I'm doing it because I, that's, I want that to be my new nickname. I'm all about that life. I yes. like I like the the mermaid of Project Louder. There we go. <laughs> 
but I love it. So is there any, before we let everybody go, is there anything else that's, that you want to fill everybody in? Well, I'm sure we'll have you back on before Halloween to do a fun episode. But is there anything else that you want to fill anybody else in? No, with? I don't think. Just a friendly reminder that uh, head on over to projectlouder.net for everything uh, entertainment, pop culture, and so much more. I mean, that's all I can say. And follow me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TJ Bowser. Uh, I think it's Facebook slash the host with the most. And then it's Instagram backslash lay host with lay most. And then Twitter, something like that, too. I don't know. It's it's random. It's something well, host always, with the I most. I always tag yet. Yeah, yes. Every time I do an episode. Tasa tags me. It's fine. You'll find me. Yeah, so just, just follow the tags and everything. <laughs> but thank you so much, TJ, for spending some time with everybody and um, for everything that you do for the network and for – you know, being, a, as I call you, a pioneer in the, uh, the the new spooky world that we're all living in and everything and that you're you're making moves and for always including me. And um, you guys, I promise I'm when I TJ knows when I make a promise, I keep it unless, yep. like I said, I have a migraine or something. But you guys have always been great. I will be back next week. Um, I will probably have Lid Curl on. She is feeling um, better. She's getting into the spooky season. And before I let you go, TJ, she is letting me make her into a zombie red riding hood for yes, Halloween. Yes, 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 yes. And her poodle is being the big bad wolf. Oh, so that's perfect. Do, <laughs> so not only do I have to, I have to make a dog costume of a big bad wolf, um, for a poodle, but he has, you know, curly hair and everything. So we'll make it work. So you guys will be able to see that. I finally talked her into letting me do makeup on her. We found like really sensitive skin stuff because her skin is like um, mm -hmm. very, very sensitive, but they're all the companies that I work with and I buy stuff from, they have great products for sensitive skin. So if you guys have really sensitive skin and you want me to do your makeup, don't worry. You won't be stained red. You won't break out. I got you covered. I got you. <laughs> But TJ, thanks again. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your night. And uh, thank you so much for being on. Thank you. You too. All right, everybody. And I will catch you guys next week. And remember, stay spooky.